0: Hello, my money-saving comrades. My name's Graham Clark, and I'm very excited to be with you again this week on the Money Stepper Saving Challenge podcast. Every fortnight, we invite two members of the Money Stepper financial community to discuss their goals, their progress, both their success and failures, and any tips they might have picked up along their journey. This is a podcast made by the Money Stepper Savings Community for the Money Stepper Savings Community to help us all with our own savings challenge so that we can all work together to reach our financial goals and climb up those steps to financial freedom. Okay, you're going to have to humor me a little bit with that introduction. I'll be the first to admit that I'm no lyrical gangster and I'm, I'm certainly not. I make a mosaic, but... There is a link there, I promise you, it's tedious, but Hot Stepper, Money Stepper, yeah it's pretty bad, I know. Uh, Welcome, welcome everyone to the Money Stepper Savings Challenge podcast, the first podcast of many throughout 2015, I hope that you'll continue to tune in to them throughout the year. Today will be episode zero, a little introduction before the real episodes begin. Today you're stuck with just me, I'm afraid. I'll be introducing myself and the Savings Challenge, Um, but before that, I want to say that my plan for these episodes, as I said in the introduction, is to have two members of the challenge on each podcast every two weeks, and they can discuss their goals and their successes and failures against those goals, and any tips and hints they've picked up along the way. Now, that's my plan. I'm more than happy for that plan to change. The key with this and a point I really, really want to stress is that the challenge is your community and the podcast should be yours as well. So we want to match the podcast to the desires and the needs of the community. So we've got a huge number of people here who are all striving towards the same goals. They want to move along the path to financial freedom together. So if you can think of a way that you think this podcast can help the community do that, then I really want to know. So if you have any ideas, get in touch with me. I'm always happy to receive emails and my contact email address is at Money Stepper. So just let me know what you want. So what is this money challenge? To explain I think I need to go in a little bit into the detail. Essentially we're all going to work towards two annual goals, two financial goals. The first of these is a percentage increase in our net wealth. Now, I won't go into detail about how we record or how we measure our net wealth, but essentially it's everything we own less everything we owe. Um, You can see a breakdown in the spreadsheet on the Money Stepper website, or alternatively, uh, there is an explanation in the introduction post. The second of these is our savings rate percentage. So how much of our net income each month are we putting towards our savings or our investments? Now, we'll set these goals annually and then we'll record them monthly. So at the start of the year, before January, you'll submit your annual goals, your desired percentages for the year. Then each month we'll look at them and we'll say, are we ahead or behind schedule and why that might be the case. Now, what's the point of doing all this? Why are we doing it? Well, I think we need a bit of history to explain maybe why I think this is a good idea and why I've done this personally. So... I've always been quite good with money. I've always been quite frugal. I never really spend extravagantly. It's a trait that I've inherited from my parents, and it's a a good trait to have, in my opinion. Um, About seven years ago, I left university, and I did so uh, not with a huge amount of debt, because while I was at university, I worked. I worked full-time in the summer holidays, part-time during term time. Uh, and I also earned a little bit of side income through other, other avenues. Um, so I left with maybe less than £10,000 worth of debt. If you compare that to some of the debt-free screams you hear on Dave Ramsey or some other stories where people have literally hundreds of thousands of pounds of debt after leaving university, I was in quite a good position. Um, straight away, I got a job, luckily, at a Big Four accounting practice just before the recession. It's a good time to get a job. And I was earning a fairly good salary. The money was coming in, I was happy, but I never seemed to be getting any wealthier and I couldn't understand why. My net wealth always seemed to be about the same. I didn't really measure net wealth at the time, but I could see that by looking in my bank account and my bank account never really uh, added any digits onto the front or the end of any figures. It always stayed around around the same. So about three years ago, I decided to determine exactly why this was the case for my job every day, I went into other businesses and I determined essentially uh, the strength of their balance sheet, their net wealth, and looked at their profit and loss statements, which is the equivalent of, of their savings rate. But I hadn't done that in my own life. So I started to read a lot more, get myself a lot more educated about personal finance. And I looked at my own situation more like a business. So two years ago, at the start of 2013, I decided to do this properly. So I made, as a geeky accountant would, a nice Excel spreadsheet to map my personal finances as if they were a business. One year later, at the end of 2013, having never really seen any increases in wealth before that, my net wealth in that year increased by 96%. Now, I put this down almost entirely to to, to treating my personal finances like they were a business. I looked at the the revenue, my income, and determined what level that was at, how I could maybe maximise that through uh, through other side income or other hustles that I could do. I then also looked at my expenses, which at the start was the much easier place to save money. And I took each category in my budget, which again, the budget is broken down for you in the ...in the spreadsheet we provide with the challenge. And I tried to understand where my spending was going. Where was all this money going? Now, at the time, it was probably going to nights out. That was probably the most obvious spend... But generally, I was spending a lot of money on things that I didn't really need to. Now, I'm not going to go into certain areas where we can save money in our lives. We, we, all, we all really know that already. Um, but being able to see those and see exactly how much you we were spending was really, really important uh, for me personally in reducing that expenditure and therefore increasing the amount I saved each month, which rent increased my net worth each month uh, to an extent that it increased by 96% in that year. That was excellent, but I still felt I was missing one thing, and that thing was accountability. I held myself accountable when I had this spreadsheet because uh, I was striving to do as well as I could, but it didn't seem like enough. If I could blow a couple of hundred quid on something, then there wasn't really any reason that I couldn't do that because I was only putting it into a spreadsheet that only I would look at. So again, I changed that at the start of 2014, So one year ago, I started to become accountable. I put my goals, I actually put 11 of them on the Money Stepper website, and each month I updated my progress against these goals, and I judged how well I was doing publicly this changed a lot. This made me so focused on the fact that I needed to achieve these goals, that effectively I did achieve these goals. Knowing that you're held accountable to, well, basically the world on the internet really helps when you're making that decision whether to spend a little bit too much money on a meal or something similar like that. And so, yeah, we split it down to two things. There's two important things that changed my financial future. Um the second one is accountability. Last year, well, up to December, my net wealth again increased from the new basis of the start of 2014 by 84%. And we haven't finished yet. Hopefully, December should take that number up even further. Now, accountability is a really important thing, and it's something that is hugely overlooked, I think, in personal finances, because well, are talking about your personal finances to anyone outside of your close family, And even with children, it seems to be the case. It's a taboo subject. It's something that people don't do. But let's take an example of you start going to the gym. You're improving your health. okay? If you find a gym buddy, someone you're going to meet at the gym uh, Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 5 p.m., You're held accountable. You have to go to that, or you're letting someone down. It's not just, oh, I don't fancy it tonight, I can't be bothered. You say, okay, I need to go because I'm meeting James at the gym at 5 pm. Now, this is. People see this as being important. People have gym buddies. People have another, again, a health related one, but this is why running clubs exist. Running clubs aren't about learning new techniques or. Uh, understanding a better way of running without getting injured and all these kind of things. The main benefit of a running club is the camaraderie. It's the being accountable to a lot of other people and doing your activity and striving to your goals with those people around you. Now, I think this needs to be brought into personal finance and effectively why I started the Money Stepper Savings Challenge this year. The next question is, what will the challenge and the related community consist of? Well, we've got moneystepper.com. This is the site, the blog. And in there, we will interview a different member of the challenge every week. And we'll discuss their goals. um, And we will go into some detail into the information they're willing to share on their own journey And we'll probably focus on one thing that they've experienced, which other people within the community might be experiencing as well. Now, this almost acts as a forum because we have the comment section of the blog below where we can have a good discussion about the individual's journey. And we can create this into a big conversation, which is great. Obviously, another way of having conversation is through this podcast. And then we've already explained how that's going to be set up. But I think the most important bit of the challenge is the results page. So as you've seen when you've submitted your annual goals, or you will see when you do submit your annual goals, the form is there to be filled in each month. So from the drop down menu, you can pick your month and you update your percentage figures each month. Hopefully you can do that in the first couple of days so that by the 10th of each month, we can release the results. Now, what will the results show? Well, the results will show the percentages for both of the two goals your net wealth goal and your savings rate goal um, even though it will show the actual percentages Okay, so for example if you were looking to increase your net worth by uh, £12,000 in the year say you started with uh, £100,000 so that would be a 12% increase um, and you increased your net worth by £1,000 in the month and um, so you increased it by 1% and so you put that if you get into the annual goals now that would show in the results but that's not what the results is actually going to focus on the results is going to focus on your performance in that month or to the month to date uh, as compared to your goal rata up to that month I'll let that sink in for a second and it's probably best to explain by an example so we take the same example as before okay, and we say that Your net worth to start with was £100,000 and you're looking to increase it by £12,000. So within that first month, you're hoping that you would increase that by £1,000, £12,000 divided by 12, by 1%. Let's imagine that instead of £1,000, you actually achieved a £1,200 increase in the first month. So you're actually 20% ahead of where you should be at the end of January. You but according to your goal, you should have increased by 1,000. You've actually increased by 1,200. So that is the figure that will be reported and the one that everyone will be compared against. You will be 20% ahead of where you should be at that time. Now, the beauty of this is that it's comparable. It's very difficult to compare two people. Say we had two individuals who both wanted to increase their net worth by £12,000 this year. However, one of them has a net worth at the minute of £100,000, and therefore their net wealth percentage increase target is 12%, 12,000 divided by 100,000. Take the other person who's also got the same desire to increase by £12,000, but their current net worth is £10. Now that person has a annual goal of 120,000%. So that looks a bit strange as it is, but if both of them save £1,200 in that first month instead of 1000 which is both of their goals, it will be shown as percentages, but it's the same goal, then we can compare how well they're doing against that desired increase rather than as a raw percentage figure. So that's good. It makes it comparable to everyone. Now, the other important thing to add uh, more accountability and can keep you comparable to people who are in a similar situation to you. Okay, They have similar goals to you, but more importantly, they're also in a similar net wealth bracket. We're going to create groups. Now, these groups will be set by the net wealth band that you select when you first put in your annual goals. Now, all that's, that's the only time we ask for any information about net wealth. Uh, And it's only so that we can put you into groups. And we won't say which group has which net wealth. You'll just know that the people in your group have a similar net wealth to you when they start. Now, the idea of this is that generally it's much easier for somebody with with £100,000 in the bank to be able to save £12,000 in a year compared to someone who's only got £10 in the bank. Obviously, it will be dependent on their income, but the person with the £100,000 presumably has some extra income through their investments, or at least their net worth will increase during the year due to their investments and the interest they earn on their investments. So by putting people into categories, into their own little groups, you know that the three or four, or I'm not sure how many people we'll have in a group, we'll see how that works out after the first month, but the people in the same group as you are trying to strive towards the same goals as you. So generally, they're in the same boat as you, and you'd hope that you'd be able to make the same kind of progress as they're making themselves. The one last thing that we include on the submission form, is a free text box which allows you to include the reasons why you've performed how you have in that month. So if you're doing much best than you were, it might be because you got a bonus in that month, or if you're doing much worse, it might be that the markets have tumbled. Now the idea with this is that against people in your group and just generally across the challenge, you'll be able to see if the issue that is affecting you is also if affecting other people. So if it's something as widespread as the global stock markets are falling, you can see, okay, my net worth's fallen, but so is everyone else's. And the reason why theirs has fallen is because of the global stock market falls. So it gives you a good way to compare yourself to other people. It keeps you accountable to all these other people because you know they'll be looking at how you're getting on. And it's visible for everyone to see. I also suggest that you or you do this challenge with some of your friends and some of your family. Let them know because even strangers on the internet they don't hold quite such a lot of weight as friends and family do when it comes to accountability. So if you know that your your friends, your family, your peers, whoever else, people you know in real life are also looking at this, then it will really make you focus on achieving the right results. Well, all that's left then is for me to thank you for spending your time listening to me babble on today. If you want to join us in the Money Stepper Savings Challenge, then simply go to moneystepper.com forward slash intro, where you can get the show notes for this episode and links to all the things that you'll need to become part of the Money Stepper Savings Challenge community. I would love it if you'd come along for the ride with us. And I assure you that being part of the challenge will improve your results over the course of 2015. As ever, until next time, keep on climbing.